What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back with my podcast, Vitamin Sports. We take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Man, this has been one crazy weekend, man. First, the Oreos played and went to the game. Oreos got 101 wins on the season, which is a phenomenal and it's an exciting experience. Like, I don't think you understand. In my lifetime, I haven't seen the Oreos win 101 games. So it's just mind-boggling to me that there's no support for the Oreos. But that's for another conversation. Now, I like how all these Ravens fans are hitting up my phone, especially my grandfather. Shout out to you, Papa Lee. Hitting up my phone talking about, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, the Ravens, they dominated the Browns. Yes, coming in, the Browns had the best defense, of course. Um, they was number one in almost all the categories except for interceptions. But I want to give pushback to people like, the, um, okay, Lamar Jackson had four touchdowns today, two of them rushing. All right, that's cool. Uh, two of them passing. That's even better. Let's see what he didn't do. How often did he throw it to the outside? Zero to little. How many times he got sacked today? Three times. He had 186 yards. Um, I mean, that's cool. He was 15 and 19, average 9.8 yards per throw. QBR was uh, 64, which is not good. He's still throwing off his back foot, which is still bad. But um, once again, of course, Mark Andrews came in the clutch. But I just want people to understand this. Let's give my offensive line and my defense the credit. Because, one, the offensive line is like shark teeth. When one goes out, another one grows back. So they've been alternating offensive alignment this whole entire season. So let's give my offensive line coach and John Harbaugh their credit. Number two, Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel is playing phenomenal this season. He has Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen playing out of their mind. Then he got Kyle Hamilton, who was number two in tackling this game. Now, last game, he was top four. Today, I mean, yesterday, he was top. He was top two behind Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. If only these linebacks could catch the football, whew, that rookie would have thrown five interceptions. But that's how combative my team was today. My team stepped up in crucial moments. My defense came and played like. I know they can. And I told people, they said, well, well Lamar Jackson looked good today. I said, but my, I said, what, what would you grade him? I was like, a C. A C? He had four touchdowns. Bro, two of them rushing, two of them passing. He threw for 186 yards. By halftime, he threw for 145 yards. That means for the rest of the game, for the rest of the game, he threw for 20 yards. Almost 20 to 30. Yeah, it's almost 20 yards. Come on now, bro. 
He's still overthrowing receivers. He's still missing throws. Now, he has some pretty good throws this game. The touchdown pass he threw to Mike Andrews was good. The touchdown pass he threw to, uh, well, actually, the best throw of the day was the touchdown pass he threw to Mark Andrews because he threw it to where he only could get it. He fumbled the football twice. Like, when do we start throwing the ball in the running back's chest? Put it in his chest where he can say, Ugh! put it in his chest. Still playing with uh, Royal Farms Chicken Chris. I'm pretty sure he has more fumbles on the season than touchdowns. Like, when are we going to realize Lamar Jackson has to take care of the football? And is he going to realize this? You got to take care of football, buddy. You got to take care of the football because the defense, if the defense continue to play like this and the offense start to catch up, then the Ravens can actually be a problem. But I still will hate Lamar Jackson because he still will find a way to mess it up. He still will find a way to mess it up. Like the like the issue with me is the fact that another thing on my defense, Javion Clowney, I love what you're doing, brother. I really do. You've shown the world that you are more than just a guy that's disruptive in the locker room. But, brother, can you get a sack? Please. Can you get a tackle for loss? Can you learn how to tackle? Please. Stop trying to tackle everybody high. That's why people do inclines. So they cannot be brought down up top. That's why they work on that upper body strength. So they can get big defense alignment off of them. You keep tackling high, you missing out. Bro, you should have like five sacks this season. Five. This should this should be your best statistical season in your entire career. Because for one, you're getting back there every time. You got all the moves in the world. You just can't sack the quarterback for some reason. Then we got Patrick Queen, another sack. Like, this is what, three sacks on the season? Oh, yeah, because playing for a check. I don't know if the Ravens are going to keep him, but, boy, he's making a case to why he should go to the Pro Bowl this year. Like, I believe the Ravens will have Kyle Hamilton, Roquan Smith, and Patrick Queen this year to go to the Pro Bowl. Because these dudes are just, like, bruh. And it's crazy that I mentioned those three guys because both of them are on the list right now for uh, leading the team in tackles. A safety, he coming down and he... Like, last week he had a good game. This week he had also had a good game, too. Batting down passes, you know, tackling, wrapping up. He's tackling better. Roquan Smith is just him. And then Patrick Queen is just a sack machine because that's three sacks on the, on the season. And my defense is just hungry out there. They hungry. And, it, and this was a great divisional win, but let's not get carried away. The Browns' defense was good. We neutralized Miles Garrett for the majority of the game. He still made his presence be known. But um, the quarterback, the young quarterback, had some throws out there that was that should have been intercepted. I'm just saying he, he should have threw five interceptions. Geno Stone, congratulations on getting another intercession. Brandon Stevenson, let me tell you something, brother. I'm proud of you. I'm really am, bro. You, you may not have 
the good footwork, Lord knows you don't. Or the the speed. But boy, you smart. You remind me of Chuck Clark. You don't have the skill set, but you do have the brain power. Because quit intercession. Proud of you. My secondary, even though they still trash, they stepped up today. Played pretty good. Held Amari Cooper to probably one of his lowest average of catches. People Jones couldn't find him. Look, we held their receivers to we held the entire receiving core to one hundred and twenty one yards. When they played Cincinnati, that was not the case. They torched Cincinnati. Let's let's look at the stats. Oh, take that back. They didn't do that either. They had a good run game, but of course, without Nick Chubb, the Browns can't really. And Deshaun Watson didn't play, which we'll see him again along the uh, road. But I want people to push their brakes, pump their brakes. The Ravens defense won them this game. Let's not even put it out to mean disrespect defense. They won us this game. That interception that Brandley Stevens got set up the touchdown. Then, of course, the defense kept getting them off the field, which would give Ravens life. And I told people the Ravens defense is pretty good. You might want to pay attention. Because it's once if the Ravens, if Mike McDaniel would have had some studs on this defense, especially in the secondary, let me tell you something. It'd be the number one defense. Because you can't run on us. Really can't. You could pass on us for sure. But be careful who you pass the ball to because it might end up being an interception. But this defense right here? Yeah. I like what I see every day because somebody shocks me every day. Every day. Brandy Stevenson shocked me today. Last week, it was Kyle Hamilton. Geno Stone is they got the second session on the season. When healthy, we could be a good team. And I say that because I don't know what I'm getting from my quarterback. Like I said, he played a C average game. Some say a, a B. Nah. He played a C average, which is not bad. It's, it's, to me, is good. A B is great. A is outstanding. That's that's what my scale is, and I critique everybody that way. I watch pretty much all the games. And I've seen great quarterback play being played. But what I won't condone is the fact that my quarterback still can't read defenses, still has a hard time understanding the scheme that they're running. Now, today he used his legs. Like Lamar, you got you to gotta be a triple threat, bro. You got to be a dual threat. Not a triple threat, a dual threat. You got to run sometimes. You got to run sometimes. Because when it runs... It brings the defense to come in. 
And the Browns are known for running man a lot. But then it was just some throws that you just threw out there. It was like, because I'm pretty sure you heard the podcast. Like you, you was actually looking around the field this time. You was getting the running backs involved. You know, there was some questionable holding calls. But like, I think the Ravens are number two in penalties right now. But you have to be patient. You say you want to be the Tom Brady of the Ravens, and I keep saying this. I've been saying it ever since you said it. You know, Tom Brady studies film. He studies the little things. He works at the little things. Jalen Hurts worked on his game. Justin Herbert worked on his game. Joe Burrow worked on his game. All these great quarterbacks who contracts are not talked about, including Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, they work on their game. But what do you do, Lamar Jackson? You are a distraction. This week, you're not a cancer to the team, but you are a distraction to the team. Because there are times where you go resort back to your same throws off your back foot. Quarterback one-on-one. Never throw off your back foot because it leaves the ball floating in the air for too long for the defenders to come and intercept the ball. If you don't believe me, go back and watch the Lions versus the Packers. And watch how both quarterbacks throw off their back foot. One quarterback, uh, Jordan Love, he threw off his back foot because he was in duress. Uh, Jared Goff just threw off his back foot because he thought it was going to be a good throw. Stop throwing off your back foot, Lamar Jackson. Cam Newton was a phenomenal athlete. But his issue was his accuracy and throwing off his back foot. That's why towards the end of his career, that back foot throw started looking real nasty. That's why I started the ball started being intercepted, overthrown, all that. Follow through your throws. Put some zip on it. Make it look better. Makes it look stronger. Make you pocket presence look comfortable. Do you know what happened? You know why Tanya started blitzing Michael Vick and started containing Michael Vick? Because if you blitz him, he's gone. Your early years, Lamar Jackson, Tanya used to blitz you, used to just, you know, run right past him. But now it's just like you keep trying to hold yourself in the pocket. No, bro. Let loose. Run. Sometimes you got to beat a team with your legs. That's fine. But you have to create a better presence of decision-making to understand, yo, I need to be better at pocket awareness, and I need to be patient and take what the defense gives me. See, that separates the good quarterbacks from the great Lamar. You got to understand those things. You got to really pay attention and study the teams you're going against. Look at their person, defensive personnel. We went up against the Browns, who defensive front is main, linebacking core is fast and strong and youthful. Their secondary is good, but them corners, Jim Schwartz like to run man because these corners can go straight up on you. But it can't be these teams be like, okay, they run man, then when they play us it's zone. Zone disrupts quarterbacks who only can throw to areas if you throw a receiver open it is better that way because it gives them room to make a decision 
And Lamar has yet to understand this. That's why teams keep running zone on him. I'm not going to take nothing away from what the Ravens did Sunday, but I just always got to bring up questions. There's always a two-sided to a coin. The one side, which is heads, the defense played good. Lamar need to play better. He scored four touchdowns. Ain't nothing to slouch about about that. Um, the offensive line did okay. The running backs, Gus, I was, you know, Gus do what he do. Say flowers. Uh, he did all right. Uh, Mark Andrews showed why he's one of the best tight ends in the league, of course. Three touchdowns on the day. Barbecue chicken alert. He always do good against Cleveland. Um, I give my defense a B plus. They did what they were supposed to do. They had some miscues in the defense. Um, Justin Matabuke, I got the sack on the day. Appreciate that. He was creating pressure, interior pressure, along with Travis Washington. I mean, no, not Travis Washington. But yeah, like I said, my defense line was. Wreaking havoc today. Baby on Clowney was doing his thing. I like that. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, Bar Ricks, Washington. That's what I like to see my defense uh, do better. I need Joey on Clowney. I need you to show up, brother. I need you to do better. You got one point five. You got one and a half sacks this year. You should have at least six and a half. So over these next couple of games, I, I'm going to need you to wake up. I'm going to need you to stop trying to really, how can I put this? Stop trying to play grab ass out there and just sack the quarterback. It'll be all right. They got pads on just like you got pads on. Sometimes you got to get a little rough. And I would have thought you going back to Cleveland, talking about it's no ill will. Hey, man, football is about storylines. It's about making it personal. Man, you should have came out there and had five sacks on a day. Just like Khalil Mack did against his former team. He had five sacks in one game. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to make it do what it do. Ravens, as a whole, as a team, played at, at a B average today. That's because defense carried the majority of the game. I'm not going to change my mind about what I said about Lamar Jackson. Because I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and what I say goes. See ya. Let's give John Harbaugh all the love that he deserves. He has 150 wins, man. He's in a conversation with Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick. Those guys, that's a good company right there. Those guys are changing the game, and we don't even know it. People want to talk about how bad Bill Belichick is doing right now. He's like uh, Greg Popovich, man. You know, he's trying to build something with the personnel that he got. All he's waiting for is that unicorn to come through that door, and it's going to change life. Mac Jones is struggling right now, and it seems to me that he might not be the answer for them. So... It might have to go in a direction where the Bears, the Patriots are scratching their heads like, man, what were we thinking? 
And, you know, it's sometimes hard to draft quarterbacks. It's the hardest position to draft quarterbacks. But we ain't going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that John Harbaugh is a great coach. So all these people, when we doing bad, say fire John Harbaugh, smack yourself. Smack yourself in the face. Because John Harbaugh's don't grow on trees. You got a coach that every year your special teams is top-notch. Come on now, man. This guy who is get dealt with crumbs and turned into a gourmet meal. Come on now, man. The guy that always defends Lamar Jackson is even when Lamar Jackson makes him look like a fool. Yeah. Smack yourself. I want a coach like that. If I could play football right now, I would play for John Harbaugh. Shout out to you, John Harbaugh. Congratulations. Mm-hmm.